0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive, with Andy and the White Whale.
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive, week seven, mostly in the books. Another winning week already secured for the likes of your two favorite gambling-focused podcast hosts, Whale here. Andy, how are you doing this Sunday?
0: Good. I would have liked... A little more beat hard, but can't complain when the teaser gets through on the back door with the Bears.
1: You came a beat hard away from a sweep today.
0: Yeah, I was, oh. I was, ca- I, I capped that with some garbage points. You know, I was hoping for garbage points, but honestly, it was between that and the over, and obviously mm. the over didn't get there either. So. Well, let's start. Or, it's let's not, start I hate that when the, you uh... when you're choosing between two plays and then you choose the wrong one. Which in this case, they're both wrong. So whatever. It, ra-
1: it rarely happens, but you know, I get it um so the let's start at the beginning um
0: this morning yeah it was an
1: early morning early did riser. you did
0: you see kickoff out there on the west coast no.
1: You pussy. no 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 I tuned in about midway through the third quarter when I remember there was a football game on <laughs> <laughs> and actually you know what tipped me off was uh you had made some comment like, we don't need EPL on Sunday because we have football. And I like turned up, I woke up and I was like, I wonder what's going on in the EPL. And I was like, wait, we don't need EPL, football's on. And uh, clicked over and uh, saw that my over was not in great shape. Um, Broke down the game a little bit from what I could tell from the drives and the decision-making and stuff in the first half. I feel like the over was there for the taking. Um, Yeah, probably should And it really, like even the way the whole second half played out, it felt like an over game, all all game. Um, And obviously the most interesting thing to talk about is the last 30 seconds of the game.
0: Yeah, If you Uh, did have an over, you know, it was kind of a lot. One one field goal wasn't going to do it, but you know, let's say uh, either team getting a touchdown or, or both teams getting the field goal would have got it there for you. Yeah,
1: the right combination of points scored would have gotten you, gotten you there. Um, that,
0: that tweet you shared kind of said it all or it's like i don't mind aggressive play calling but man they had you know they left them with two timeouts and 30 seconds if they would have got that two-point conversion like i i guess i would have played for the tie or i mean you play for overtime not play for the tie like give yourself a chance to win the game in overtime especially like you know they're they're not dead in their division You know, no one is. I, I would absolutely love to have a chance to win that game in overtime. And yeah,
1: let me lay out my case for, okay. So in the moment, my reaction was, this is a terrible decision and it was not, this was before they actually ran the play. Okay. My gut feel was, this is a bad call. Uh, And I will tell you why I think that. And you tell me if you agree or if you think that the right call was to go for two, because I saw a lot of smart people, a lot of opinions that I like, I hold, relatively highly among our twitter handicapping people who are like you know they came back hard at the fox crew in the studio who did have the wrong take which was it was a bad call because it didn't you know they didn't convert it uh and i don't think that really tells the whole story
0: yeah anything in sports and gambling you shouldn't be results oriented I mean that's that's just the wrong way to approach it. You really shouldn't be a result. Really easy to. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's really easy to say it was a bad idea afterwards. Yeah, no, but in the
1: moment, you know, in in the in the you know the main chat, we we go over our kind of football handicapping strategy. Uh, I was thinking this is not this is not good. This is not a good call, and my reasoning was fairly straightforward. I did have an eye on the clock and the timeout situation for the chargers. And I was like, you, you know, if, even if you make this here, now you put the chargers in under the gun, you make them aggressive and you make them go for a couple of deep passes down the middle with two timeouts in their pocket. They put themselves in field goal position. I don't know what, like one out of two or one out of three times. You think that, like, that what are the chances the, that they, they get they in position to attempt a field goal?
0: Yeah, they had the timeouts, they could use the whole field. It wasn't like, oh, we need to, you know, work the sidelines, spike the ball a bunch. They could have attacked right down the middle of the field, right, anywhere right. they wanted and taken a timeout and you know, God bless them if they would have got something where a player could have got out of bounds. That would have been even better. They could have had three, four, you know, depending if they did get some sideline passes, maybe right. five
1: plays to get veteran, down. Right. A veteran quarterback who's done it before, too. Like, this is not like a crazy scenario that the Chargers can come back and pull off uh, an, at least a field goal attempt, if not go, not a field goal for the win, which which right away, that changes the math. Right. That means going for two isn't zero versus 100. Okay. Like the 100 is 100. not is not 100, right? Yeah, like and then
0: also just the play call and the play call. They, they so. were they were lucky on the first try. They got the penalty, and then I think when you get that penalty, that changes everything. Like you have 36 inches, and you've okay. got you've got the running backs to do it. Like you, there's you know you'll see a lot of this in gambling Twitter and DFS Twitter as far as. Running backs don't matter, and you know running backs are interchangeable. A lot of that is true in big parts of the game, but even even those analytical guys who rail against you know taking Saquon Barkley second overall, they would tell you to run the ball from the one there. Like that's the play. That's the play. That's where running backs are important. They're short third down and one. Uh, you know, goal to go at less than two or three yards, those are where you right. need to pound it with a running back. Instead, they call you know, the, the kind of a goofy pass play. I, yes, okay, I, I this, guess I, this, I, I, this hated the, me... I hated the play call much more than the idea of going for it,
1: right? Okay, this brings me to the the key point of it all, then. Okay, if you are an average offense against an average defense and it's just a situation neutral, you're going for two you probably have a 50-50 chance of making it. Maybe it's like like the statistics would bear out you have like a 48% chance or something, right? It's close enough to 50-50 to assume it's 50-50. That is so far from the truth with Tennessee. I have lost count of how many times they have been utterly toothless in the red zone over the last two years. In, And not just the last two years, but in this you know this season with this offense, with Mariota, and in this game and on that drive, this offense was not scoring a touchdown. And, oh, by the way, they had two chances to score that two-point conversion. They didn't get it on the first one. That was your get-out-of-jail-free card right there, right? Like, you did not have the look. You did not call the right play. They were prepared for what you were bringing uh, after they just saw you run however many plays at the, at the goal line anyway, like two or three. Like, you're running out of your best stuff as a play caller. On top of the fact that you're not a particularly efficient team in the red zone, you don't have a quarterback who's efficient in the red zone. Like that, it was just the chances of you making it were not 50-50. They were much lower than that. And I think that tips the scales eventually to where you just, even if you don't have, you know, even if you are an underdog to win the game after tying it 20-20. Uh, You still tie at 2020 because the likelihood of you missing that two-point conversion if you're the Titans is so high.
0: That's where you just take that automatic extra point that everyone, you know, those are automatic. (laughs) (laughs) Seen that today. They are automatic. And, do you oh, want to talk? Oh, do you, you oh, want to oh, talk the way, about
1: the Bills up, game? We we forgot to bring that wrinkle in. Suck up head did not have a great game. He was not very consistent. He usually makes those. He did not have a great game.
0: That um, had to be had to be a little part of it in the back of his mind too.
1: Yes, it did. And uh, and yes, extra points are automatic unless you are the greatest kicker of all time, Adam Vinatieri, or unless you are the greatest kicker of this time, uh, Justin Tucker. Holy hell. I cannot believe that those two kickers missed extra points and that they were so, so high leverage for the total that I was on. Like,
0: unbelievable.
1: I I don't know that we'll see this in another 100 weeks of NFL if we'll ever see this kind of stuff play out again. Am I overreacting to how insane that these uh, instances were and how rare?
0: There there are weeks where... There's blowouts and there's, you know, a lot of games where maybe it doesn't come down to it where, you know, maybe the, the the crux of the game comes down to it. Perhaps if you're a money line better or you just are cheering for a certain team, there's... But maybe it doesn't come down to like the spread and total, but it just felt like so many games <laughs> right there on the spread and total.
1: Really, today. really close you know, like, today. Like, yes. Yeah, the I, line is super tight right now. I
0: think I maybe there was some forty-three and a half that people had, but like when Indy scored that last touchdown, I said, yes. "Well, there I now I'm praying for a push." Yes, and then Vinatieri misses that, and, I, <laughs> and then I had to sweat it out. <laughs> Sweated out for that win, which honestly, it's not like that was like some lucky win. I mean, it was lucky to miss that extra point, but
1: yeah, I mean, that,
0: that the Buffalo defense just had a had the worst game they've had in a month. And Luckily, the Buffalo offense also. Decided to go that route too. And then yeah. also, like we said, the everyone saw the Tucker miss. That was wild. Um, for people like you holding under 49 and a half, going into <laughs> overtime tied at 48 wasn't a great proposition. No, Even no, no, no. Been, Not ideal. Been, Not ideal. There have been a couple of ties, but yes. I don't know, Were both been. of were both of those ties scoreless ties though, or were they three three? Uh the Bangle, I mean, no,
1: sorry, the Browns, uh, Steelers was scoreless. Yeah, that was 21-all. Uh, 21-all. Uh, I think 29-29 was, was also. too. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was also. The ten Because
0: um, the 10-minute overtimes, they do kind of, it does change things. It, it seems like, well, and also, I mean, this is weird saying, like, it seems like every time I'm watching an overtime game, which sounds dumb, but there's been a <laughs> there's of so overtime games. Like, it's always, so it's always tied, like, oh, overtime. The Browns. Dude. The Browns have played more overtime games than games that have ended after 60 minutes. Now it's inc- It's
1: inc- It's incredible. And hey, oh by the way, uh, you would think with four cracks at figuring out the uh, how to appropriately call uh, or how to appropriately strategize for overtime, you'd think that that uh, Hugh Jackson would finally have it down. He doesn't. He still is making minus EV decisions in overtime. It's truly spectacular to see. Uh And overall, my feel for the week were there were some games where the coaching was just
0: Did And did you see awful, Cutter? Awful, awful. I don't think he, he won the game that like was. He, he, uh, there, there are legitimately, there's 32 head coaches. In what, and what are they doing? I mean, doing? So that, that, I mean there's, there's fewer head coaches than, you know, a, tons of other jobs. <laughs> this is a very exclusive job yes and there are grown men who are paid to do this we have no idea how the overtime rules work yes like it's yeah. I, I actually just read the article today because i was trying to remember which way it gone because you can lose by nine in overtime you can and that was a that was a change they made this year they will let a turnover play go to, to completion. the completion of the if play. It, yeah. yeah, if a team kicks a field goal and then the other team turns it over, they will let that play go to completion because the ball and fumble it and have the other team run it in for a touchdown. That that does happen. I see that it shit does. happen every year. It, so, does. it does. so you could just to like a heads up in case you're you're sitting there just you know comfortably numb and in oblivious being oblivious bliss holding like a plus seven or plus eight in overtime, you can lose by nine. They wouldn't kick the extra point. That's another rule change they made. End of game, any situation with a walk-off touchdown, they will never kick the extra point again. They won't even make them come out, but you can lose by nine. So, the, you know, there's a little bit of different different uh, rules now as far as overtime, but still, like the 10-minute thing, That that's baffling to me. Like, why, why yeah. have overtime? I guess I mean, you're gonna you're kind of talking on both sides of your mouth, like, yeah, we're gonna play overtime, but just not for as long,
1: right? It's, it's very strange. I don't understand it. Uh, but yeah, you had uh, two you had t- uh, two nice uh, uh, teaser legs that were both looking pretty threatened, uh, to go to overtime. There, we came a yard away from New England's uh, Chicago going to overtime. That last play was awesome. Fun to watch. I feel bad for our Chicago backing sharp friends. There were ate a lot of very smart people who bet on Chicago today. And I don't blame them.
0: Like when you have that sort of luck. turnover and special teams luck, you're not going to win games. Yes. And, yeah. you, I mean, you can say special teams luck, but some of that can be special teams coaching. And yes. honestly, I, I, as a Vikings, you know, Vikings backer, I quarter Peterson Peterson Patterson is good. I mean, he's fast. He is. He's he's track star fast, and if he gets loose like that, you're fucked.
1: Yeah, right. Maybe like one of the few areas where New England still has an edge on the league is in special teams, I guess. Uh, however yeah. much special teams matters. Maybe it gets a season. Maybe was, this was that there one. Was people, there
0: was people there's people with the, the cowboys under.
1: Yes. Oh my one, god, it was, it was
0: that close. close oh to going. Like they they probably should have they had a timeout, they should have thrown the ball, got closer. Yeah, weird, weird penalty. I didn't understand that, but uh, like that probably should, yeah, four unders in three weeks and cashed them all. I'm just, I'm living right, right you on the edge. Well, I'm just living, living, living on the edge. edge. And it, as edge. much as you guys want to, if, if you don't know, like the, the general consensus and maybe like the general thought amongst the masses, if you're looking at it from a wide lens, is that there's more scoring in the NFL, and there is more scoring in the NFL. But they adjusted fast they, overs aren't overs aren't hitting like 60 percent clip absolutely overs they did. if you blind bet the overs you'd be up but not much yeah it's, this is not the NBA no they'll, they'll adjust <laughs> to, they're, they're setting 235s now
1: yeah every that's crazy
0: every you hear the people who bet hockey talking about the same thing
1: yeah 251 points tonight in in Oklahoma City <laughs> like against Sacramento Kings Kings. Thunder went to 251 points. Truly remarkable. Um, Hawks, Cavs, 244 points. What yeah. the hell? This yeah, is uh, ludicrous. So ludicrous. So the,
0: the over is hitting at like 55.5%, 55.9%
1: in the NFL this year?
0: In the NFL. So, I mean, okay. you, you'd you be up, up. You'd be up, uh, you know.
1: I mean, up. not as much as me and you are up in for the season, but you'd be up, right?
0: No, but this is maybe maybe something to look for because if, if books are taking it in the shorts on these overs, because as a general rule, more money, more public money is going to come in on these overs later on in the week. So if they are taking it in the shorts... They're just going to keep ticking up. You're seeing openers at 57 and a half now.
1: And some of them I still, some of these openers that they, you know, I'm going to be on over in a couple of these games this week because some of these are too low. Uh, but you're, you're right. Overall, over the course of the league th- this Sunday, there were only a couple of no doubters. Uh, no doubter if you had the over in New England and Chicago. Uh, no doubter if you backed Indianapolis. <laughs> no doubter if you backed Houston. Uh, you know, these were never in doubt Un- that under in Houston Jags was never in doubt. Um, Minnesota. What'd you, you get think of to that one? What'd you you Minnesota. We were all, all about Minnesota. That was one of the more confident sides we were into this week. What'd you, would you make of that game? You, you feel like that really was Minnesota's all the way. No, no doubter. Cause I mean, Darnold threw some pretty horrific passes. The weather looked like it affected him a little bit. Yeah. What, what, what was, what I think was, that was. was I think
0: that was, and that that made me like the Minnesota side more as the week went along. Kirk Cousins played in Washington, I and mean, not only just shitty stadium, shitty turf, but the, the weather out there isn't great on the coast. You come. Come uh you know this time of year once you start getting into the fall season. So mm-hmm. uh Darnold, where'd he go to high school? I'm thinking he's been Cali his whole life. Capistrano Beach, beautiful yeah. I was gonna say you probably beach know down, so. just down the so, way yeah, there. <laughs> so, I mean, granted, USC does go on the road. I'm sure he played up in South Bend and a couple places like that later on in the year, but he played a shitload of football in California and <laughs> Like the the, the yeah. swirling winds in the Meadowlands, it's going to be harder for him being at home than any experienced quarterback who's played, especially someone who's been an East Coast guy for a while. So
1: I like it. Uh,
0: I give you. Yeah, I gave. I gave Cousins a definite edge there, and and he did. I think Darnold made some nice throws, but then, like you said, he made some horrendous tosses too.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's roll this discussion right into the handicap of the game of the week next week prime time drew Brees and new orleans coming off of a game where they converted four out of five fourth down attempts sean payton completely completely updated his he, he heard the whispers saints never punt and
0: that's all he did on the side he read, he, read, he, read <laughs> yes. he read all the fourth down
1: books guy went for it four times in the first drive for crying out loud, made three of them. It was incredible to watch. Uh, that was they, like a they 10 made a couple, minute drive with no was points. That best case scenario if you're on the under. I've never Actually, seen I'm sorry. Like that. I thought that was the best case scenario if you're, if you're on the under, but in reality, the best case scenario was Justin Tucker missing an extra point at, yeah. uh, at 24, 23. Um, but let's, let's talk about 10 minute drive with no yeah, points. Let's talk. <laughs> it was so good. That's let's talk still about uh, so Let's talk about the uh, Saints heading talk to, to Minnesota. The scene of the most spectacular play of like the last 3 years in football. Um Minneapolis Miracle. Re- You're going to get a lot of redux of that this week. Um
0: yeah, New Orleans and Drew Brees
1: Drew Brees' uh, record-setting season, milestone-setting season, marches up to Minnesota to take on the Mighty Vikings, who have righted the ship after a couple of tough losses in the middle of the opening quarter of their season. Uh, Brees, New Orleans, they want revenge, but Minnesota is absolutely clicking on offense. Uh, They opened this one at minus 2.5. It got bet down off of the off of like the what the first five minutes, this yeah. dropped to minus one and a half. So, heavy duty Saints money wanted plus two and a half for some reason. I don't know that I ever see sharp money hit a two, a plus two and a half. That's such a weird number for yeah, sharp when they're money not, to be hitting. You know,
0: you can't bet the money line right now.
1: That's and true. That's two, true. And two, it's not two, and a
0: half, two and a half is such a money line play where you know, most sharps, man, maybe there are people, maybe there's. Something to say about it if if you can get a two and a half early in the week and it's just not going to be there. Right. Like right. maybe there's something to be said for having plus two and a half rather than like plus 105 money line later in the week. Sure.
1: I will. Uh, I'm sure you can ar- make an argument, ar- argument for that. I but it did get hit. In that vein, I'll argue in that vein. It doesn't, key numbers don't matter as much at all when you're expecting a high scoring contest. This total opened at 52. It's being played in a dome. It's being played on a fast turf surface. It's being played with lots and lots and lots of top tier NFL weapons on both sides of, the, of of the offenses. It's being played against defenses. In the case of Minnesota, who could be out with one out of one of their most impactful players in Xavier Rhodes? Question mark. They could be without. Let's, we think uh, Linval Joseph is probably out.
0: Well, and then
1: you know we just losing, Griffin, We know Everson Griffin's pill. out.
0: It's not like Mike Harris was some, you know, superstar. Maybe eventually, but losing uh, losing a cornerback to a, an ACL injury—I don't even know if I'm saying his, his name right. If I can think of his name, either is it, way, is that? Mike Hughes. Mike, Mike Hughes. Hughes. You said? I knew. I Mike Hughes. So you season, lo- yeah. you lose Mike Hughes to an ACL. Now you lose your best cornerback, probably to an ankle sprain. Mackenzie Alexander gets hurt on every other play. It's gonna make, <laughs> gonna make like I'm yeah. I, I want I like the Vikes here too, but boy, I love this over.
1: Yeah, so they open this at 52. There is I have a lot of reasons to be into this number. Um I'm probably gonna be I'm probably gonna land on the over here. I, I really this is this is this feels like a replay of what we saw with Rams versus the Vikings, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I think you're going to see high-efficiency offense on both sides of the football, and this is going to be whoever has the ball last wins. And, like, that's kind of what the NFL is turning into in terms of the top-tier teams. Rams, Chiefs, Pats, Saints, Minnesota. If you get the ball last, you win. Unless, you're, well, t- unless your opposing decent. kicker
0: happens to mix an extra yeah. ball. <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing. You do have a couple decent kickers. It's indoors. Like you said, it's on the fast track. I mean, three... Three top 15 receivers, Thielen, Diggs, and Thomas.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's true.
0: Good tight ends, good running backs. Any, any good, like, good quarterbacks, and defenses, not, that are, yeah, yeah. defenses that are struggling and 52,
1: have injuries. 52 is not a super key number. We're expecting this to get bet up. Uh, grab it now or wait and see how this uh, matures.
0: Nah, hell with it. I'm going to grab it.
1: Get it now. Okay. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's, let's move on to some of the other ones. Uh, Baltimore coming off that heartbreaker they head on the road again uh only a short one week stop at home after three weeks on the road they go back on the road to play cam newton in carolina uh carolina who had what i this got lost in the shuffle because so much crazy shit happened today carolina came back from down 17 points in the fourth quarter to win that game scoring 21 unanswered truly truly a remarkable game Literally, I am burning my Carolina wins total under tickets as of right now because that was the one that is going to What's tip them What's wrong over. with the Eagles? The hell is wrong with the Eagles? That's a, that is the, the million-dollar question. Uh, the Eagles have extreme liabilities in their pass defense. They absolutely have loads of coverage lapses. I feel like... This must have been a problem last year that we just didn't realize because um, Jim Schwartz did such a nice job of kind of rotating his pass rushers in that it masked how suspect their coverage schemes are because these guys, you know, the going is tough. Yeah, they're not getting the
0: same pressure they got last year. They're not getting the the same
1: pressure and their cornerbacks and their safeties are getting exposed. They're getting exposed. The going gets tough. They got exposed. Ames. It was really crazy. I, I, I was blown away by that comeback. When that one hit 17 nothing. I literally tuned it out like game is over. Goodbye. Carolina takes another L. I wonder if there'll be any value to back Carolina next week against Baltimore. Uh, the fact that they came back is crazy to me. And uh, they're probably a little bit of value on them at home against Baltimore. They're opening this one as a pick It's been bid up to Baltimore minus one, relatively low total. Uh, oh, by the way, relatively low, low total. I think the eating days of Baltimore Unders are over. <laughs> I think we had three weeks of eating on Baltimore Unders, and I think they have finally addressed the fact that Baltimore's defense is legit. Um, it took fourth down conversion after fourth down conversion for New Orleans to get 24 points against this team. Uh, the Baltimore defense is legit. Um Is this still an underspot at 43 and a half in your opinion?
0: That feels just about right. I do hate to, you know, you hate to bet with your heart, but I still just don't think Carolina is very good.
1: I don't either. I really don't.
0: It's taking, you know, just wild ass flurries at the end to get back into these games. Well, Cam
1: Cam Newton is a full on, he is a man. Playing in a boys' league. Like, well, yeah, no, he's, he's very good. Man. And
0: I, I, Devin Funchess. Uh, if they could ever use McCaffrey right, there's so many running backs that just get yeah, so Olsen's, busy.
1: Having Olsen back has been huge for them. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they are they are doing whatever what they need to do to win football games. It's freaking crazy. I cannot believe that they are as effective as they are with how uh, how poorly set up they are on that offensive line, especially. And maybe that's the difference in this one. Maybe the Baltimore is, you know, just absolutely smothers them. Maybe this is the game where we see Cam Newton take the shot to the head. None of us want to see happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like this is still an underspot even at 40, 43 and a half
0: I would lean that way, but I'm uh, probably just staying away. It feels close to where it should be. And okay. uh, going into, we got a minute left in the game here.
1: Okay. So, what was the safe word? Pussy fart. Oh, okay. Stopping the recording. And we're back. Uh, took a little break there, to Periscope. That was super fun. Uh, we're kind of wallowing in uh, this uh, glory of the Chiefs right now. Although, uh, yeah, Cincinnati could get a little frisky here. I don't think this minus six is in doubt whatsoever, but uh, I've been wrong in the past. Um, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about what we, uh, see looking ahead to week eight. Can you believe it's week eight already?
0: I want to, yeah, I want to talk, um, Indianapolis, Oakland.
1: Okay. This one's interesting. This one's really interesting because gut says Indianapolis destroys them. Everything is falling apart for Oakland. Uh, Lynch is bailing on the team. Uh Gruden is calling out players that he needs to perform. They already are thin as it is. They already are dealing with injuries. Uh, it's looking like both Carr and Cooper are questionable. Uh, this every you know, and you know, Carl Joseph's not playing. Donald Penn's out. Uh, you know, Osemile is questionable. There are so many question marks for Oakland here uh that I really cannot even imagine who is running to the window of the back of this team. Uh, they opened it at Indy. I guess they opened it at Pickham. Still Pickham? Yeah, roughly. It's surprising, I guess. I think Indy should be favored in this spot. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's right, Lean. I've seen some people betting Oakland, though.
1: <sighs> what is the case for Oakland? That you're buying low on them and that they're actually better than what we saw against Seattle?
0: Yeah, I mean they're a home, but and just it would take it would take an extraordinary number or an extraordinary situational angle for me to back Oakland right now. Just some of the the, the attitudes and the the quotes around some of the players in Oakland. It's so toxic. London, heading to London, just they they feel like they've kind of given up a little early. And granted, these are professionals; they're going to play hard, but they. They aren't playing that hard.
1: No, they surely are not. And, uh, and that aside, uh, they aren't necessarily able to attack Indy where it hurts. We talked about this when we bet the Bills Colts under. One of the reasons I was into that was you can make Indianapolis hurt if you can hit them in the 15 to 20-yard window passing. Uh, that's where they have a very difficult time covering. Uh, and if Derek Carr is, we know he's suffering from a serious, serious crisis of conscience and confidence. Uh, he's got a crisis of conscience. He, he doesn't believe in his truth-telling ability anymore. Um, but, uh, but beyond that, he doesn't believe in his pass throwing ability either. And uh, if Mar Cooper's questionable, he looks like he wants to kind of sit out and get traded out of town. Uh, this is, you know, the writing is on the wall that Carr is gone. After the season, in my opinion, I think the likelihood that he gets cut in this off season is very, very high. Um, I think Oakland at this point starts positioning themselves for the draft, and they let Gruden draft a quarterback uh, and try to rebuild this franchise from the ground up. Um, and I'm going to be betting on them accordingly for the rest of the season. And guess what? It guess what? If you are maneuvering for a draft position, you need to lose to Indianapolis. Uh, and uh i think the colts get a win here
0: yeah that's just it just feels dumb to me that i feel like they should be i mean the Colts aren't a great team here
1: no but they should no, 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 still no. Be they should they're probably stay they're very much not a great team
0: they're better uh, than
1: yeah, they have extreme. They have they have they have huge problems. Uh, they they can beat the hell out of guy. You know, they can beat the hell out of Dan, Derek Anderson pulled off the street, uh, thrown into uh, an NFL game with zero zero NFL reps in week seven. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's still there. a team with flaws, team with holes. Andrew Luck looks fine. Um, I think he gets the job done. I think I think Andrew Luck. Calls his number here, and I think they beat the hell out of this Raiders team. Um, let's talk about uh, another interesting game that I was surprised by. Uh, we looked, we saw the look ahead for Green Bay at the Rams, uh, kind of a marquee matchup. Best game in the afternoon window by far. Um, we were expecting to see Green Bay as eight point dogs. They actually opened this at minus 10 for the Rams, uh, like. Like the Rams beating the hell out of the Niners as as expected tells you anything about the Rams. I don't understand why they make an adjustment here. They're literally asking for Green Bay money. They got it too, because it's been bet down to minus eight and a half. Um, but uh, this still seems like a pretty interesting spot to get involved on Green Bay coming off a of buy. We know Mike McCarthy's not, you know, he's not doing amazing things in uh, game planning out there but nonetheless he's still you know he's you know he still has a week to prepare for this team uh, do you see the packers making a, a run at the rams here all viking's kind of competing with the rams
0: their defense is pretty suspect i actually even even opening at 57 i kind of want this over <laughs> I think the rams to the 35-42 on that defense. I
1: can't wait to handicap a sixty-point over-under opener. It's coming, man. You know it's coming. Uh, know.
0: Every every league now, they're just scoring is up. Scoring, up. scoring gets you watching the game. So
1: nope. Yeah, yeah. You
0: got a you got an ad popping up there.
1: Okay. Um, well, let's uh, let me ask you about another one that's interesting. We get another standalone London game this week. Uh, Carson Wentz and the Eagles, who just took it on the chin uh, in the fourth quarter against the Panthers and blew a 17-point lead at home, now head off to London. First time ever that the Philadelphia Eagles franchise will be playing overseas. They play, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who also look to be at an all-time by low spot. Um, They were horrendous today. Uh, My read on this Jags team, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, if they get a lead early they can play downhill and they can beat you if they do not get a lead early if they are trying to play from behind you can pretty much forget about this team uh if they are down a touchdown or more in a game i think they are pretty much guaranteed to lose that game um guaranteed maybe a strong word but it's just it's they're so Guarante- over they are so such overwhelming unlikely story to come back from a deficit that I would, you know, if, you know, I think you're talking about a tale of two teams here, a good team up with the lead, a terrible team uh, with the deficit, and uh, that makes me a little concerned about backing them. However, playing in London, a place they're comfortable with, a travel spot that they're familiar with, I feel like maybe they can get out to a lead, maybe they can develop a little rhythm early. This uh, Philadelphia Eagles pass defense especially has huge question marks. Um, if you can get a, a little bit of forward momentum, maybe you can uh, steal in here from the Eagles in your home away from home in London. You gonna get involved <laughs> yeah, I, in the, Jags I, don't
0: like the break to, I don't like to look at this too close on Sunday. I'm never, ever, ever going to grab an early number on a London game. Okay, you want to see you want to stay shape like you world? say guarantee. Um, maybe I shouldn't say ever. There'd have to be something. Uh, there, there could be a, an outstanding number that I get, but. Boy, I really like to see what the teams are getting up to for travel. Great point. Because we've seen teams put themselves in super advantageous spots or put themselves behind the eight ball immediately by traveling smart or, on the other hand, stupid. And there was a lot of that last year where teams traveled stupid and got, I mean, in a couple cases, shut out. And that almost went for – this morning was a little different, but that almost went for the uh, the Raiders the other week where –
1: they, they
0: did not travel smart. I don't think John Gruden even wanted to go there, and they got their they got their shit pushed in. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a, it was an absolute beatdown. That was yeah. a disgusting game for them. They had to feel sick and sad for their families after that one. Yes,
1: it's true. Um, yeah, okay. That's I. That's you make a very very strong point in that. I'm gonna chill out right now. I'm leaning. Jags on the money line. It looks like early money is coming in on Philly, so that's fine. Maybe I get an even a better number on Jags' money yeah,
0: line. I mean, um, just a, maybe a broader point on early numbers. I mean, it's tough because you never know. Even, even as you get really experienced, I, I imagine even the best people don't know when a weird steam move is going to come from. You know, even if it's some professional sharp group, there's other groups that move something the other way sometimes, and nobody sees all the moves coming. But if you really think, like, this disagrees with my numbers, this disagrees with my handicap, and I think other people are going to feel that way and it's going to move off that number, that's where you grab them early.
1: Yeah, it's true. Don't, don't and add,
0: uh, numbers just to say that you did it on Sunday to. Like, right. I got that, I got There's that no badge of honor. There's
1: no badge of honor betting on Sunday unless you happen you know, and that even goes for Minnesota that we got last Sunday. We were like, We better get this minus three when it's minus one fifteen before this gets to three and a half. Yeah, they win by twenty. Uh so well, you know but, it's, it's, but to be
0: fair, <laughs> it did it did close. It
1: did close. You got that value on the close. You know, case. you got some implied win percentage in your pocket before the
0: game. You know, true. you don't you don't know before the game that it's going to be a blowout. It's, uh, it's you true. Feel a lot better it's having true. a three than a three and a half.
1: It's true. It's true. And I do feel good about having that. That I did feel like that was a a, a win against the spread and a win. You know, you win when they kicked off the football, really, because you, you got that value in your pocket. A couple of real quick games I want to b- brush by you before we talk about Monday Night Football. Wow. Throwing um, Did he?
0: Yeah. home got picked? He threw a stupid pass. Oh. It was one of them shortstop passes.
1: Mm. Um he's I don't love his mechanics, I gotta say. I, I'm as much as I'm drinking the Mahomes School aid in terms of backing him and feeling confident, like his mechanics are a little suspect to me. Um the uh, t- couple of the games I wanted to touch on We got an interesting rematch in Pittsburgh With Cleveland and Pittsburgh um, That'll be a fun one to handicap We'll save that for Wednesday uh, An interesting Jets Darnold on the road Against Chicago and Mitch Trubisky The, the season has gone sideways For Chicago, can they bounce back They're, they're lined as a relatively chalky uh, Side at home against the Jets um, Seattle-Denvers I mean, uh, sorry, Seattle-Detroit's gonna be fun Um This whole card, week eight, looks sick. Uh, But I wanted to ask you about Thursday. Uh, We've gotten the chance to fade Osweiler uh, once. It worked out back in Detroit today. Uh, I'm really hoping he's playing on Thursday Night Football. The line tells me it's going to be Osweiler. They opened this thing Houston minus seven and a half. Uh, Is that too many points to be laying on Thursday? Number one against you know, with, on a team that I have lots of, pro, you know, lots of, sus, you know, I'm sus, I'm suspect of a lot of the parts of Houston's game, uh, but I kind of feel like this is last chance to fade. October, uh, you gonna skip this one? Are they starting him? I think it's gonna be Osweiler. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I would say I'm about eighty five, ninety percent sure it's gonna be Osweiler.
0: And that that's another thing to talk about early in the week when you do have these games where they're. Not a hundred percent sure what's gonna happen with the quarterback. I, I'd agree with you, 85, 90 sure it's Weiler. Um I don't know there's a world where I'm backing Houston laying a touchdown, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah you know, <laughs> it's really Tos tough. Women, yeah. They if they couldn't cover they couldn't cover this number versus Buffalo, how are they doing it versus Miami?
0: Yeah, no, that just seems it seems like maybe a bad idea. Right, I'm gonna
1: put some ice. I'm gonna put some ice down my pants on this Houston side. I just I feel like we're running out of opportunities to fade Brock Osweiler, and I don't want to let them slip through my fingers anymore. Uh, <laughs> last last point, and then I mean, let's wrap not, this pie and Peter get it up.
0: Man. I mean, he, he. No, 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 no. no. I would no put Peter a lot man. of that loss today on the Miami defense. They were letting Stafford and Carrion kind of do whatever they want. Carry on, Johnson. Oh. Billy. I would
1: put way more of the loss on the Miami defense today. Osweiler was fine. Yeah. Uh, I Honestly, like I want to fade him again because I feel like we are due for a, just an absolute stink fest from him. We haven't seen him on the road. This is the final. We finally are going to get to see him on the road in Houston. That's true. You know, like I, mean, I feel like I feel like this is our last chance to really see some pretty horrendous play out of him. Um. We, are,
0: we are getting, you know, we're getting a little out of that season, but Miami does have a sneaky little home field advantage.
1: They do. The, they do. In the fall when
0: it's just so. Right. It used
1: to be just September. Now it's September and October.
0: I can remember playing. Oh, even like when you, when baseball in the spring into the summer or early football games in high school, like or just practice football practice in the late fall, late summer. Like heat is one thing, but when it gets humid and just so sticky and humid, and you get that heat index up there, you're miserable. And those guys, I mean, I'm just talking about small town football practice. This is professional level shit. I mean, the cramps and teams, you know, players that aren't used to that that play up in a cold weather city or a dome. Like that weather sucks. So Miami on the road is much less scary. I still it's ain't laying
1: <laughs> well, maybe something weird will happen and I will we'll happen to catch a, a flat seven or a six and a half, even, and I can feel even better about this look. I don't know what would have to happen for that to materialize, but uh, maybe just maybe. Um, okay, let's talk about Monday Night Football. Let's give the people a handicap if they're listening on their ride into work on Monday morning. Uh, I. I Yes! Oh my God! Great throwback, Hank Williams Jr. Ready for some football?
0: What did this- he do to get in trouble? Did he say some racist shit or? Oh,
1: dude, he's a phenomenally racist human.
0: I There's can't remember. No I knew he said something awful, and then it's like they yeah. took away our song.
1: Yeah, he's 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 not uh, he's not a solid dude. Uh, let's see, uh, New York Giants, Eli Manning, uh, get a, an extra. <laughs> off of Thursday night think it what 11 days to prep for this uh matchup against Atlanta Falcons um God knows you don't need 11 days to figure out how to beat this Atlanta defense this Atlanta defense beats themselves um being played in the dome on the fast turf um, really really hoping that uh, weapons like Sanu and um and Ridley are out there and active uh for the Falcons I'm counting on it I'm betting over in this game, I'm locked into over 54. Uh, It's weirdly down to 52 and a half, so I've lost a ton already, surprisingly. Uh, Why it's down, I can't imagine to tell you. Um, I expected Devontae Freeman to be out, so that wasn't a surprise. I I really don't understand the move here. I think that the Atlanta offensive line matches up well with the Giants' D-line, which is their only sad little strength. Uh, And I think OBJ, uh, Sterling Shepard, Ingram for the Giants. They're going to get the Giants comfortably into the 20s, maybe even you, into the 30s. What do you uh, think
0: about Giants team total over 24 and a half?
1: I, I, that's maybe
0: even a better look than the full game over.
1: That's, that, it's a really good look.
0: The whole time look. you're talking, that's all I can think. is like It's a really good gonna look. They're going to get
1: theirs. They're going to get theirs. They're going to get it. I, I, I mean, props on, props on everything in the passing game. Like honestly, like it's it's they this is a uh, the they're, they they uh, they are gonna have the blackout in uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. They're wearing all black for the Falcons. They're gonna have everyone in black t-shirts. They're gonna have Michael Vick present to put him in the Ring of Honor or something like that. I'm not sure, but uh, if you got Michael Vick there, man, ask him if he can play safety. Seriously, like things are so bad in the secondary for Atlanta. You need every little bit of help you can get. Uh, and uh, you're going up against a matchup that I think is extremely suspect here. And this passing game for the Giants might absolutely explode. We saw them put up what 31 points against the uh, Carolina Panthers, so we know they can score when things are clicking. And uh, this feels like the right spot. Uh, I I think you you may be onto something there with the team total over as opposed to the full game over. Although i would still I would still take 52 and a half over. I, I think this is a this, that's the right side on this one.
0: Yeah, Giants first half team total over 10.5.
1: That's great. Look, too. Like, see,
0: I might just.
1: Yeah, this, I feel like this plays out exactly like Saints at Atlanta. I feel like this plays out like Bengals at Atlanta. I feel like this plays out like Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Because in in any time that you have a game in this dome and you're. a total that's under 60 I'm batting the over I'm betting the over every single time without a question it's just it's a no-brainer auto play for me at this point uh this surface this controlled environment it's just you know it's made for points with these two defenses out there uh, so give me uh give me some overs stack them up player prop overs team total overs that I, I don't really care
0: yeah I'm gonna dig into that a little maybe I'll, I'll post a couple props that I'll be on for some small I don't have a Official position. I'm not going to be making a big bet on the game. My week is done, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll tickle some. Tickle some. I might have some winnings from some live soccer betting that I was doing while I was waiting for you. Which I like, I like it. Reinvest.
1: I like it. All right, man. Let's wrap this up and put it up for the people. Uh, great job as always, and uh, we'll talk to you Wednesday. We got a new, another new voice coming up uh, for the deep dive on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit about. Uh, some of the uh, the growing blogging world and uh, writing articles. Uh, actually, we I got we got to record that on Tuesday, so that might come up. Uh, might surprise you a little early uh, with that going up because I'm going to be traveling out to Hawaii. Oh, you're
0: traveling?
1: Yeah, traveling to Hawaii on, on Wednesday, so not uh, not going to have time to record a two hour <laughs>
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Your
0: wife's the real ballbuster about that? You got a pass.
1: She is. It is no There's no denying it. Uh, But, uh, you know, so it goes. All right, man. Great job as always. Best of luck on uh, however you attack this Monday night game. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow when we do the Periscope.